Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. For that, he's been a coach at Big Sky since 2001, so mm-hmm. he's been there a long time. So we sat down with him, and uh, good to get a perspective from a guy who's a coach in uh, the high school ranks going into a high school season. So here we go, Matt Johnson. Happy to be down here at Big Sky High School, the alma mater, Coulter, uh, for you and I. <laughs> good stuff with Matt Johnson, the head coach of the uh, Big Sky football team. Coach, thanks so much for being with us. It's game week. It's got to feel good. And uh, you open with a bye, just against the defending state AA champions. No problem, right, with uh, Billings West coming to town. So uh, talk to us, though, about where you're at in the process right now and, and, and just this time of year for you. Yeah, man, you guys could probably tell as we're sitting here talking, super excited just to get going and, you know, full, in the, full into it now. So uh, we're excited. And, you know, Billings West is the state champs till somebody knocks them off. So um, we say, why not us? And they're coming to us this year. And, uh, they're a good team and they're well coached, but uh, we're, we're excited to get them on the field. Well, the nine-hour bus ride does matter, doesn't <laughs> it, when you're not the one taking that ride? Maybe maybe there is a little something, right? And the game one, too, is always – it's an interesting affair, isn't it? I mean, we watched Miami-Florida play the first college football game of the year, and you can just see, yeah, it's a lot of trying to figure it out the first time out there. How do you deal with that going into a first game? You know, it is. And the thing you have to remember, it's the same for everybody, right? So there's going to be a lot of unknowns. A lot of times in the early game, special teams become a little bit of a factor. Um, You're still maybe searching for a couple spots or you haven't, you know, you don't know what you're looking at yet. So we know they're in the same boat. Um, You know, we're fortunate, I guess, this year. A lot of people, I think, are happy about the first two games being non-conference. Gives you a chance. you know, even watching scrimmages, everybody, they're pretty nonchalant. You're just trying to get some plays under your belt. So it gives, us, it gives you an idea who's on that team. But really, until you play that first game, you, you really don't even know who you are. And, 
you know, we take the approach first first week in a couple days, uh, we treat it as what we do. We just focus on ourselves 100%, work on, you know, positioning yourself. And hopefully through that span, when you get to this week game, we can start executing your game plan, getting it put into your, uh, for all the players, that they can use the technique you've been showing them to execute what you need them to do during game week. But, like you said, I mean, you only kind of know the surface things where you're at. So in some ways it's kind of nice, though. Uh, this is where you get to see kids step up and just play, right? Things that we can't foresee, and they are able to jump out there and uh, be players or not, and then that's how, where we can go from there, you know? High school football is always unpredictable. You never know who's going to do what and who's going to have who, who coming back, but it seems like there's been a changing in the guard in the AA level with some of the retirements of some of the, the dons, so to speak. No more Ron Lebsack, no more Paul Claybo, no more Jack Johnson, and those programs have gone through transitions. Uh, but it seems like to me that double A is even more wide open than it's ever been this year. Do you agree with me? Do you think that this is a, a chance for a lot of different teams to rise up? You know, I think so. And I think that I, I think there's multiple parts to that whole thing, statement you just made. Um, I think most of the teams across the board, I think you'll see a pretty level uh, playing field per se, I guess, or, you know, for all the teams. I think there's a few teams that have a little advantage, your Bozeman and, and West, maybe even throw senior in there. They're all 2,000-plus kids. Mm -hmm. So they're, just the depth and numbers of their team, uh, the big part of it is it's a long season. You know, to get to game 10, it might be one thing to get through the first half, but, boy, as attrition happens and you get banged up, that, that becomes another story. So you got to be able to weather the storm. It's not just about getting out of the gate. It's about being able to finish and be healthy. Uh, we found that out. You know, in 2017 with Janet Carroll, we were great till the end of the year, and then we get both uh, Flink and Janet Carroll, who were playing at the Grizz, both of them get banged up going to the playoffs, and that, that ends up being a little Achilles heel for you. So we, we understand that. we got to work to build depth. I, you know, I, I hate to say that just because they're bigger schools, but it's just football is a numbers game when it comes down to it. I and mean, if you can use more bodies or you have a few more that are ready to go there, it makes a difference in the long haul. Uh, besides Bozeman West, I think Capital is going to be pretty tough. They, they're returning a lot, you know, and they made the semis. Uh, but I, I think everybody else can be fairly comparable. And uh, I do think with the coaching, you know, as much as you want to be able to keep those the same programs, and a lot of times they're guys from within the programs, um, it's different. It's different when you get a new guy. And sometimes it works well, maybe for a couple of years, but it, you know, take, you know, you take guys, Tony Arnston, he was coached totally. for 25 years. And so that's a lot of experience, knowledge, and, uh, you know, at the same time, you're starting to see change in the game and more physicals through time here, too. Now, all of a sudden, you're one of the longest tenured coaches. You've been coaching Big Sky since 2001. You've been the head coach for, what, 10-plus years ten, now, ten right? Years, yeah. Ten years. So uh, that makes you one of the longer tenured guys now. But you mentioned just the way that the game's changed. How have you seen it change over the last 20-plus years? You know, that uh, – Pretty crazy, uh, and actually, I think I'm the third most. I think Grady Bennett, and then yep. Eric Gray, yep. Yep. and then myself. Yep. But um, which is crazy to think about. <clears throat> but you know, big one is, you know, even when you played Coulter, you know, I was coaching young guys, but mm -hmm. everybody huddled, right? right? I mean, Sentinel, Sentinel did a little bit, but it hurt. Remember, they'd go like 10 seconds with the ball, and then we'd have it for like 14 minutes. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I never, I'll never forget when. The late Gary Eckergan comes in the locker room. He says, these guys, they don't want to run the ball. They don't want to huddle. He said, you guys want to beat them without throwing a pass? 
we said, sure, coach, let's do it. And we held the ball for the entire first quarter of that game, and we still scored 40 points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. So, you know, seeing a change in the guard that way, we're getting a lot of teams no huddle, moving into more college-type settings, uh, definitely seeing the quarterback positions morph any more, more, you know, used to have more pro-style-type quarterbacks and drops and stuff. Seeing a lot more athletic guys, guys that maybe don't even throw the ball as well or even make reads. It's more of a systematic type offense. You know, you see that a little bit. Um, defenses have morphed. Used to be everybody ran their defense. You knew when you played CMR, it was a 4-3. And they were not going to vary. But as time's gone, you got to be a multi-defense. Multi you know, uh, when Skyview still ran the, the wing T, the Air Force offense, um, you got to be able to handle that. Plus, you got to be able to handle spread teams. So every week was different. Seems like as everybody's like taking a step into what you more see now in college, it's also gotten simpler because every week you're seeing the same thing. Same defenses, same offenses are similar, so you don't morph as much. But pretty pretty interesting changes. You uh, mentioned Levi, Janet Arrow, of course, is now with Coulter, you and I have built our lives on communication. And one thing that people may not realize is Blackfoot. That is their bread and butter. And right now, they are spending a ton of time and money creating an incredible network of fiber optic cables across the state of Montana, a state that, thank you very much, could use some innovation and advancement in that way, right? You probably already know Blackfoot, a local partner for internet, voice, and professional services that fuel growing businesses like yours. Right now, Blackfoot is extending its fiber optic cable networks in Bozeman, St. Ignatius, and around the region. Yeah, like hundreds of miles of fiber optic cable. It's a stunning amount that they're putting in right now. Check out goblackfoot.com. You can click on the link if you're on Podbean or just copy the URL into your browser. Go see what they're up to. I think you'll be impressed when you find out all the things that Blackfoot does. Particularly in Bozeman. Bozeman, as you know, is booming right now. And Blackfoot, they got you all taken care of. How does fiber optics benefit your business? We're not quite sure, but Blackfoot sure does. Give them a call. 866-541-5000, or find them online at goblackfoot.com. With the, the University of Montana, but his younger brother is here, and uh, as a sophomore, I think he had 1,000 yards plus last year. So when you talk about the, the, the level of talent on this team, you got some guys that are pretty good that are going to be playing ball for you both this year and in the future. Uh, talk about him, though, and what kind of he brings to the table and, and what it's like to have – you know, a uh, uh, kind of a heritage kid, a guy who's got, you know, a family member and, and, and the whole crew's coming through. Yeah, um, you know, Coulter, I give Coulter a lot of credit because it's easy. I don't. <laughs> Just one man's. Different oh, oh. Namesake. <laughs> uh, you know, he's got to follow in the steps of his brother a little bit, and that hasn't weighed, been a factor for him in any way. And uh, he's just taken on what he does. And, and uh, it's funny, I saw Levi at the, our blue-gold scrimmage and told him, hey, and I think your brother throws the ball better than you, <laughs> Levi. And he's not even our quarterback. <laughs> and uh, so it's kind of fun. Uh, those guys are great, great kids, great personality. Uh, I love that I see him coming back. But, you know, Coulter's, he's very talented, and he's a, he's a big physical kid. Uh, one comparison, I would say, between the two of them, they have unbelievable vision when they run the football. Um, you know, something that you like to think that you've helped develop, but a lot of it's just natural ability to see the field and see how the game moves. And uh, and I'll tell you, he's got some of the best hands, too. I mean, he's a kid. We could line him out, put him out a receiver if we had to because he can catch and he's smart. And uh, 
So being able to use him in different ways, you know, as a running back, maybe we can throw it to him a little, put him at quarterback here and there. Um, so it's nice to have a guy you can move around and be able to do that with. Before we got started, you were talking just about the numbers game, but you said that you guys had some of the best off-season conditioning you guys have ever had. So uh, going into the game where Billings West probably going to have twice as many guys on the sidelines, if not more, uh, but it seems like you guys are ready to go. So just tell us what you think about Friday night and man, how you hope your guys perform. Yeah, it's that whole, you know, this goes back to even Coach Eck, that, you know, when you brought him up about uh, preparing, telling the guys, hey, man, it's going to be 90 degrees out, kick off, we're going to be hot, and we're going to be out, man, and so what? We're going to be better prepared. And uh, over the years, I've seen that. Um, I've, we beat, we've had a, we're probably split with Billings the last eight years or so, um, back and forth, and uh yeah, they got they got the numbers to be able to try and get you by depth, and I feel like we have kids that are ready to go the whole game both ways and uh, outduel them in the end. So we've been talking about it. we've been we've been to overtime with West I think twice in the last six years anyway, and said so we better be ready for overtime, guys. And so we're you know every time we condition we do a little bit more, so we're prepared for it, and uh, I th I think we're going to be ready for it anyway. Matt Johnson joining us. He's head coach of the Missoula Big Sky Eagles football team. And coach, just you've been doing it for, for as long as you have been, as we talked about 10 years as the head coach, but here almost 20 now in total. What is it that keeps bringing you back to being a coach? What do you love about football and about coaching football at the high school level? Yeah, it's definitely not the administrative side of it. Man <laughs> you know, managing uh, parents and paperwork, it's definitely not that stuff. Although we've, we've, been, we've been lucky. Our parents have been awesome the past few years super supportive um I, realistically i i love the game of football i i mean more than anything i love being out there uh there's that extra feeling every fall you just kind of you know you, just comes upon you you feel it it's it's out there and um so i get excited for it every year i i really love working with the kids um every, and the one thing i love about high school football is you get the kids that are here there's no recruiting in high school for most of us and but you get the kids that you're dealt and so you got to go out and see what you can do with the kids you have and uh, we're, we're probably a little more than other people we can't just say this is what we do you know this is our offense this is what we're going to do because we get different kids every year sometimes we get where we got to run the football it's our mo some years we can open it up and spread it out a little bit and um so i like that part seeing what we can do with what we have and how far how far can we go with it so there you go, Matt Johnson, head coach for the Missoula Big Sky Eagles. Two total one is hour one in the books, hour two coming right at you. Got some more sound from Bobby Houck's press conference yesterday, touching on the South Dakota Coyotes. And at 5.30, Travis Johansson, the new defensive coordinator for the South Dakota Coyotes, joining us right here, 1029 ESPN Radio, statewide, SWX Montana, two total one is. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. 
The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home even when you're not. Now they always say congratulations. Work so hard, forgot how to vacation. forgot how to vacation I mean my man's rolling around with a guy who he pays just to hold the beer ball has he ever actually even had a job I mean he got a job that he created in his basement but is it not a job I mean is sure touring artists you got work no doubt about it but I mean doesn't seem like like he forgot how to vacation, if I may be so subtle. It's Tutel and Nuanas 1029 ESPN Radio, hour number two. Great to be with you on ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy, and online at KurtzPolaris.com. Uh, if you missed anything in the first hour of the show, you can check it out on the podcast. Podcast available on the TuneIn Radio app and on iTunes, wherever you get your podcast you can get the to tell nuanas podcast thanks to the wingate by wyndham hotel and if you'd like to listen live and you're out of market or maybe it's just easier on your device check out the stream it's at 1029espn.com it is there thanks to opportunity bank your local bank your opportunity um Coulter, we spent a lot of time talking about Montana State versus Texas Tech off the top of the show. It's time now to focus on the University of Montana Grizzly football team and their game against South Dakota, which is coming up here in five days. Uh, One o'clock kickoff, Mountain Standard Time, if you're looking for it, ABC Fox Television on the uh, TV side of things uh, to uh, to do that. So it'll be uh, a fun game. Can't wait to get it going. Coulter, we've talked a lot about how... uh, uh, you know, the importance of this game for the University of Montana and the scope of their first sort of month of football and uh, and what this, you know, what what this game could mean to them. Uh, and again, at large, too, it's sort of ironic, right? It, 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 you can envision a scenario, and often you'll never know because you, you never know the ways that these things could have gone. You only know the way, the actual ways they turn out. But because this is a game that is part of the Big Sky Missouri Valley uh, uh, challenge. This is a game that is going to register at a higher level nationally when it comes to sort of weighting the two conferences, which are the two power conferences. And by the way, it's not one and one A. It's one Missouri Valley, Big Sky two. But some would argue even CAA two, Big Sky three. But I think I think you could go two A two B with the Colonial okay. Athletic Association, the Big Sky. But you're right. The point is Missouri, Missouri Valley is one. Yeah. So the point. But here's what's interesting. If Montana was to win this football game, and then you never know how the cards are going to shake out at the end, but you could see where the head-to-head, the conference-to-conference matchups turn out to be whatever record they are. And if you're looking at a 24th team, an at-large team, to get in, that could be a... In fact, it certainly will be a factor that could be made in a decision about what team it would be that would ultimately get in there. And you could see a way in which if Montana won this game and then ended up being, say, a four-loss team over the course of the regular season and were sort of, again, on the break, they're, you know, 
on 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 the bubble of getting in or not getting in that this win could actually be the catalyst to get them in on a national level. Now there's gonna have to be a ton of things that would go in such a way to to bring that eventuality out. But winning this game, let's put it like this: there's certainly a scenario in which one additional Big Sky team could make the playoffs as a result of this very game being won by a Big Sky team. So it happens to be the Montana Grizzlies. I digress, though, because Bobby Howe cares. I don't, say, I don't know if he cares not at all about that stuff, but it does not matter here and now to them and to this game and how this game goes. What matters is South Dakota and a, a good football team, a team that's got uh, some some uh, some history of being a quality team, a fourth-year head coach in Coach Nielsen, and uh, a brand-new defensive coordinator uh, in, uh, in the form of Travis Johansson, who, again, we are going to have on the show here in about 15 minutes from now. Let's hear, though, from Bobby Houck talking about South Dakota and scouting them, particularly in, you know, with, with the fact that they don't have any idea what's going to happen uh, defensively from this team. So the question is, what do you expect from SDU on Saturday? What's just the general scouting report on South Dakota? First, to start with their offense. I know they have a returning starter at quarterback. So what have you seen just out of South Dakota's offense? Yeah, they, they, uh, it starts with their quarterback. He's a really fine player. He threw for a ton of yards uh, throughout his career, a lot last year. Uh, they have all their skill players back for the most part on that side of the ball. So, you know, they'll, they'll be hard to get a handle on. They, they have the ability to put points up in, in uh, bunches. And, you know, I think when you're, your best player is your quarterback, it makes you a dangerous football team offensively. What stands out to them defensively? The, the one defensive end, 44, is a – preseason All-American. He's a, he's a good player. Uh, I was watching, just kind of watching him the other day over the weekend, and he reminds me of Nick Peach from Eastern a few years back. That's who he reminds me of, and I don't know if it's just the red and white uniform, or, but just watching him move and how he comes out of his stance. Now he's pretty relentless trying to get to the quarterback. Uh, he, he's a good player. He's, he's the guy that they... Um, rely on for playmaking um, so it starts with him we don't really know what to expect out of their defense to tell you the truth we don't we don't have a good handle on what they're they're going to be uh, running schematically so we're gonna have to figure that out given that they do have a new defensive coordinator does that what does that make the preparation tougher or how, how do you respond to that as a coaching yeah, staff tougher if not impossible we we just we don't know You'd have to go back to uh, Grand Valley in Iowa to find out what was going on, or you'd have to listen to Tutel Nuanas in about 15 minutes to find out what's going on on that South Dakota defense. Uh, but, Coulter, it is sort of a, a, an interesting scenario. Look, man, week one, even if it's a guy who's been the head coach for 15 years at a university, and even it's you know even if it's returning, you know, 17 starters from a season ago or whatever it is. You just never know what in the world's going to happen in the first game, right? You just got to go out and do it. And I think there's a certain way in which, uh, I mean, you are always scouting in game. You always have your coaches kind of looking for, okay, what are they up to? What are the schemes? What do we need to do? But if you go in there, not with no preparation, with great preparation, but only preparing yourselves for what you do, but understanding the 
changes that you might have to make and what you might have to do. But all the coaches, I mean, from play number one, going to be looking where, okay, what's the formation? What's the cadence? How are they running it? What's the motion look like? How, you know, all of those, all that stuff that gets mixed in there. And you're trying to ascertain this on the fly because you know that you got no other benchmark really to use when, when, when you've got the ball, if you're the University of Montana, that kind of, to me, helps in a way. Like you're not, you know, you're not being caught by surprise if you're the Grizzlies, right? There's no way that you're being caught by surprise. You could be, you're just in the dark. You know that it's a surprise, so it, it's it's not shocking then when you don't know what's going on and you can work quickly to figure it out in a hurry. And maybe with you know six eight hundred years of experience on the staff, you could do that. You know, the thing that's so unique is that there's, it's not just that they're going in blind against a new defensive coordinator. It's that Travis Johansson's defenses have no consistency. And I don't mean that in based on performance. Travis Johansson in the article in Sports Illustrated said that his defense is basically to emphasize positionless football in which versatility and flexibility of defensive players is meant to stop the prevalence of run-pass option offenses that have spread throughout college football. He added that he, he's reinventing the defense each week with simple two-page playbooks best suited to beat the upcoming offense. Nothing more. There is no base defense. They don't have an identity. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. That's crazy because even if you say, okay, we've never seen this coaching staff or whatever, like when we were breaking down the Texas Tech-Montana State game, brand-new coaching staff at Texas Tech. But you know that David Yost, the offensive coordinator at Texas Tech, is from the Air Raid school. He, they're going to run Air Raid. Coulter, you and I both know being healthy is a very, very important part of life. Am I right about that? Indeed, guess it is. Well, one of the things that makes me healthy, think you as well, fiber. Gotta have it. You sure do, man. You need to eat your fruits and your veggies, your bananas. You gotta get all that stuff in. Maybe even some bran. Plums. All of it. Fiber is very important. Well, guess what? Turns out it's important to communication as well. You might be surprised to learn that Blackfoot and its partners have invested millions of dollars, truly, in building a fiber optic network throughout Montana. Through Bozeman and around Gallatin County, more than 30 miles of fiber optic cable have been laid by Blackfoot. That's amazing. Impressive, innovative, and perfect place with the way Bozeman's been growing. Click on the link below, goblackfoot.com slash ESPN. They're not trying to sell you anything. They don't want you to do anything. They just want you to know what they're up to and how they're improving communication across the state of Montana. So go to goblackfoot.com backslash ESPN now. Concepts. You know you There's can going to be four wide receivers on the field. You can dissect yeah. every – I mean, and the air raid has – a hundred different concepts that you could run out of it, but you know all of them that are possible. And if David Yost makes up one or two new ones, like Tim Rosenbaum make, made up his play last year with the fake pitch quarterback counter and Dalton Steed rushed for 200 and something yards against Sac State, yeah. like every once in a while you do have a new one, but you would still know how to diagnose the concepts and the tendencies. That's where I think Montana's going into this blind. And I'm, I'm 50-50 on whether that's a huge advantage for South Dakota or not. Yeah, because I think that the, every Bobby Halk has been beating the same drum since the Grizz Open camp. We're worried about Montana. We're not worried about anybody else. You asked about expectations at the Big Sky kickoff. He said, "Our whole expectations center upon us. We don't care what everybody in the league thinks of us. We don't care about anybody else in the league. It's about the Grizz." Common coach speak, to be certain. But I think when you have an offense that returns almost in totality, 
with the players that they have, particularly on the perimeter, if you really are just worried about you, you're just going to diagnose what you see in front of you, that given play, and each series you're going to make adjustments. I actually think it has a chance to make it less complicated for Montana and maybe actually be an advantage for the Grizz. We'll see. It'll be interesting to talk to Travis Johansson about all this because he obviously knows very much what Montana's going to do on offense. They're going to run a quick-hitting, relatively up-tempo offense with a dual-threat quarterback, a bunch of weapons on the perimeter, a perhaps questionable offensive line, and unproven running backs. That's bare, he, know, he knows a lot more what South Dakota's getting into than what Montana can expect from the, from the USD defense. Montana is a, a really interesting case study offensively because you said dual threat quarterback. That's exactly what Dalton Snead is, truly. But that means that Montana does not run an RPO. That is not their offense. Though there are elements or individual plays which most certainly are RPO. But that's Dalton Snead can and does drop back, read it up, throw the football. He does have designed runs that don't have an option in them, and then there are elements of the RPO. Uh, the biggest question mark for this Montana football team offensively is just the straight run game. First of all, who's going to be running the football, which is uh, a question I can't wait to see what the answer is is on Saturday. And it's, certainly it's not going to be just one guy, but that will be a fun part of this to me to sort of see you know, who is getting the, 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 the majority of the carries or how they're splitting that up. But the other thing is, whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 